Hello, you're listening to the Drink, Pair, Share podcast, the teacher wellbeing podcast made by teachers for teachers. So sit back, relax and join us. Welcome back yet again to the Drink, Pair, Share podcast. Straight in, we're on episode eight already. This is this is pretty incredible. Eight episodes in. Um, sorry, we haven't been as regular this term. It's been a particular, particularly busy term, I think. Hiatus. You know, everyone has to have that, you know, mid-season. Exactly. And, you know, we're, we're going to kind of just drip feed episodes here and there. Um, it might be that fortnightly is a better approach moving forwards, but... Uh, you know, Neil and I still actually work as teachers. And, uh, <laughs> That's the important thing to remember, isn't it? Sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I don't know if I have it in me. And sometimes, like I say, as the the main theme of today's episode, you know, it's, it's a busy time for us teachers and, you know, uh, secondary school and uh, primary. So exactly. So, you know, so sorry. I did actually have a colleague come up to me the other day and go, where was the pod? Oh, yeah, they were like, I went to drive home on Friday, got got it all up, and where was the pod? Back to so, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So I, I apologize to the the hardcore fans out there. Um, I'm I'm sure a lot of people just didn't even realize we didn't do one last week, but uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, we start off small, grow the empire. Exactly, and uh, th- those hardcore few will uh, will never forget you when we're when we're big and famous. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I said, episode eight. Drink, pair, share podcast. Uh, Neil, have you got a drink in front of you there? I do have a drink in front of me. I've uh, joined the low to no alcohol train. We are recording this on on a Tuesday, and um, I think the um, Brewdog were doing a, like a last minute deal. I think, um, and so I just thought, yeah, to get some low alcohol beers. Glassware came back. I was very excited about. So I am drinking this out of a lost lager glass, which I'm very excited about because I just love the uh, the smooth sides of it. I've I've never owned one of those. Never even attempted to steal one of those. They're too they're too, you know, girthy to to try and like. Yeah, I I said it. Okay, I, I said it. It's usually not a complaint, Johnny. <laughs> like it, they're too they're too much to try and steal from a, from a pub. There is that. So hence why I think I spent three pounds twenty on the on this fine glass. Every penny was worth it. Clearly. Oh, I love it. Even Shannon's really enjoying the uh, the hazy Jane one. Just just like that large, yeah. The t- like tum- tumbler, the tumbler. Yeah, just realised I was. <laughs> you were just you were just cupping it then, Neil. Um, yeah, just cupping it. It's a good thing this is not a visual medium. Do you imagine that would just be like? Hmm? Yeah, that that you would become a meme. Um, yeah. What about you? What are you, Jeff? Uh, yeah. Well, I just to you know, I think full disclosure now. I think it's 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 fair to say I I am alcohol free. I think is is pretty much how yeah. I'm going to live my life. Oh, really interesting. I think for our listeners, like one of the main, like read not the main one, but a purpose of doing this was to be like, yeah, we'll try a few, like we'll order like each other like a few little cases of beers, like get like a mixed case from like some breweries that we don't know, try them out on the podcast. And then on the first one, you you threw that uh, minor spanner into the works of just that alcohol free life. Do you know what I think? I'm I'm 
I'm just waving the flag for all the listeners out there that maybe are on the same train. Maybe yeah, absolutely. No, respect it. I think it says a lot to uh, drinking culture in this country that, you know, the fact that we don't, you, you could go out to the pub or with some friends and like, you're almost like, stigmatized if you like don't have a drink. And obviously, you know, people should feel comfortable in doing whatever it is that they want to do. Exactly. And yeah, for me, it's a, uh... It's definitely been sort of a mental health decision and just in terms of me just looking out for myself, get myself back on track um, after, you know, some some difficult maybe experiences I've had uh, last year and in recent years, just in terms of not feeling myself. I, I realized actually alcohol is not helping me at all at the moment. So I took a break and that break has just continued and I'm I'm quite comfortable with it now. So. I'm not saying never ever again. I don't see I don't see the need, especially right. when we have lovely <laughs> non-alcoholic alternatives. Like right now, I've got um Drop Bear Company, uh, which I have drunk on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but I've done research into it since, and it's a Welsh brewery. Oh, so this is yeah. Australian drop bears. So I have some Australian colleagues who regularly joke about the, the evil drop bears that, that live in Australia. It's it's a thing, apparently, that Australians do when they meet Australians. And there is a nice, cute little picture of a of a drop bear on there. So how funny that um, it's Welsh. Yes. Um, so, you know, I feel even more passionate about now uh, about knowing that it's Welsh. And I've, I've seen it in lots of bars in Cardiff. So it's, it's keeping me going um, whenever I do have to go out and socialise. Uh, and it tastes great. So, uh, yeah. Thank you very much to Drop Bear for for creating. Uh, by the way, their their whole range is alcohol free, oh, so they nice. don't they don't make any alcohol full <laughs> beers. It's all the alcohol free stuff. So um, yeah, massive respect to those guys for uh, providing me with this delicious tropical IPA. So in terms of the podcast this week, then we've uh, we've got our sort of usual heavy hitters. Um, we're going to talk about our weeks first and foremost. Uh, lots to catch up. on. We haven't spoken in a couple of weeks. Um, we're going to then move swiftly on to our teacher question of the week, and we're going to flip things up this week. And it's probably going to it's going to scare some people the fact that we're changing the format. But Neil's going to ask me a question this Ooh. week. I know. So um, you know, <clears throat> this will be interesting to see how that goes down. We're going to follow that up with a very entertaining tweet of the week, and then obviously we've got to delve into some more of these teacher nightmare stories because. They're just incredible, and um, the compliments have been pretty, pretty amazing for 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 the stories we've read out so far. So, lots to get through, lots to be excited about. So, Neil, why don't we get stuck right in? Let's do it. I'll ask the question first, Johnny. How was your week? Thank you very much for asking that first. Do you, do you know what this feels? This feels very different. This this <laughs> week, I'm nervous. Um, yeah, do you know? I I I think. I think it's fair to say I haven't felt super passionate about teaching in the past few weeks. Um, I don't know if it's just time of year. I don't know if it's because it's exam season, busy season, uh, which I won't talk too much about right now because we're going to look at that later. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've just hit a bit of a lull the past few weeks. So in terms of job, I've just kind of been plodding along, getting through it. Nothing too bad, nothing too good. Um, But then in terms of outer work stuff, uh my week's been really good so yeah ups ups and downs definitely um my my biggest highlight to mention is uh well it's my, my birthday is coming up very very soon 
Um, and so I received an early birthday present for my dad because he's chosen to because he got the date wrong. Because <laughs> yeah, he to go away for my birthday um to celebrate it, obviously, without me. Um, so he's gone away and um he wanted to give me a present early. And um just the most awesome gift. Um I've got a pizza oven, Neil. Ooh, is it an uni? It's not quite as fancy as an uni, but it's it's you know it's pretty good. It's um you know proper outdoor pizza oven. Nice. Not with the oven, you know, he got with the gas canister to go with it. I've got the, the giant paddle. Nice, I'm get the pizza out, and then he bought me a whole kit of uh, you know sort of uh, pizza dough ingredients and all that sort of stuff to make pizzas. So I've been every Sunday for the past couple of weeks. I've been perfecting my pizza making skills, nice. and uh, that's been you know that's been great. If teaching doesn't work out, you know, <laughs> joining the food truck idea with you and Shannon, okay? Mate, hop them, hop them, hop aboard. More than happy to have you. That's funny. I love the idea of like you just like grooving artisan doughs just to go with your uh, your beers. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe you should do like a beer and non-alcoholic, uh, sorry, a pizza and non-alcoholic beer pairing. Yeah, that maybe that's what that's the that's the niche. Maybe that that's the niche. Not many people do that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome. I've, um, you know, I, I I don't mind cooking. I don't love it. I don't hate it. But uh, it, something about making pizzas is quite fun. It's not too taxing. Um, and, you know, you can be quite experimental with your toppings. Um, and uh, yeah, I've definitely been trying to perfect my dough. And uh, the ones I made on Sunday, I have to send you some pictures. They were particularly good. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm excited to maybe come over and try. I want to see you like you know flips and dough and all that kind of you know to that point yeah proper. But uh, yeah, now yeah. So next time you guys come down, we're we're gonna have to pizza it up. Yeah, it's great. Save save ourselves some money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what about you? Maybe you can start a little delivery service for like just like your local neighbourhood. Why not? Or we're just going to have to really go sort of like above and beyond with this research ed catering situation. And we'll, we'll yeah. have to have a truck set up. They can, you know, pizzas with me in the, you know, in the afternoon. Uh, maybe you and Shan do the lunches. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we just got to pizzas for teachers. Love it. <laughs> trademark. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of been. My focus, I guess, I just, yeah, um, just trying to just trying to do things that I enjoy outside of teaching as well as, you know, as well as work being my focus. It's important to have other things. Um, so what's very important. So what about you? What, what How's how's your week been? Yeah, busy old couple of weeks. We had um, year six sats would have been last week, obviously, um, because of his majesty's uh, coronation. Those were kind of delayed a day. So they normally go like Monday to Thursday, which means you can like chill out a little bit on that Friday. But obviously, uh, bank holiday Monday, which meant that we had to work all week Tuesday to Friday on them. They weren't too bad, I don't think. Obviously, if you've seen the news, a bit of uh, uproar about like the reading paper. So it'll be really kind of interesting to see uh what if anything uh comes from all of that at the end of the day you know we can just as long as it's all like the national pictures like reflected in the scaled scores then it's not really a big deal i don't think but obviously you know you, you don't want kids to it's not a big deal for the schools clearly you know the the stress that some kids you know felt 
and went through was important um and you know you need to address that in a in an appropriate way so yeah all in kind of interesting but apart from that uh not too much going on here i don't think um got my guitar all set up again so that's quite nice um obviously it's been a while since um i've had enough space to actually have like my electric guitar out with like the amp and everything so i've quite enjoyed uh trying to remember things that i used to be able to play but uh now kind of like failing miserably at so i'm quite looking forward to dedicating a good bit of time over the east uh not over easter quite looking forward to dedicating a good bit of time over summer perhaps to uh not going to say get back to where I used to be when I was, uh, you know, 16, 17, but certainly back to somewhere. I was thought it would be quite interesting, maybe, you know, just like pay for like a couple of guitar lessons just to like get the teacher in, just like listen to me play. Like what's the, like what's stopping me from getting to like the next level, whatever, you know, well, where am I and you know, what is the next level and kind of how can I get there? So kind of being a teacher, like my looking back and then me learning guitar, I realized I had some really bad habits when it came to learning an instrument. Like I was not, um, intra, I was more interested in like playing songs, not necessarily like learning how to play the instrument. And I think like, it's really easy for me now to make that distinction. Whereas beforehand it was like, yeah, I just want to, you know, shred some Steve Vai or something like that and not necessarily worry too much about being able to play, uh, in time, but definitely want to be able to get better at all of that. So yeah, that's where we are. Sure. I would definitely recommend the lessons, even like you said, even if it's just a handful. Um, I think as an adult, you appreciate them more. As a teacher, you appreciate them more. But also you just go, look, I, this is my focus. This is what I want to look at. I, c- can we spend the next two months just doing that? And then, you know, you've got all the tools you need to go off. I did that with drum lessons a few years back. I'd been playing drums, I think about 18 years by that point. And I was like, I, I don't know how to get better now. Yeah. Like at this level, and I feel like I plateaued. So I just reached out to a professional um, called Matt Hector, who is the drummer for Iggy Pop and um, and Razorlight. And um, he, yeah, he was kind enough to to take me on for some lessons and we worked together for six months or so. And uh, yeah, my my playing transformed. I, I thought, I stupidly, I just, my adult brain doesn't know how to improve at things anymore. You know, I, I, this is the level I play at now. But no, he totally managed to, change my mind about certain things and and open up a way of playing that i i realized i developed bad habits literally from the age of 12 um and then trying to undo those was hard but if you put the work in um it's now transformed the playing that i do today definitely so highly recommend yeah i think i'll definitely look into that well you'll have to uh you'll have to play us a song on the podcast just to uh, <laughs> see see how much progress you've made or you just got to learn the theme tune that's gonna be the first thing <laughs> could you imagine yeah a live play you out one day once i've learned the theme tune absolutely i i can teach you it's not it's not too difficult i'm sure you'll you'll manage just fine fingers crossed so the i think the the meaty part of this pod is obviously you know we've had a bit of a hiatus because it's ramping up to uh exam season or i don't like calling sats exams because they're not really just test season um, but, you know, they have high stakes to them, but more with the school. Um, obviously, you know, it's a busy time for teachers. So what are you doing to look after yourself in this in this busy time? And I'm imagining like 
old school like there's the practical element still with music and then at some point usually towards they may have done that already and then then you have to get them ready for the uh, the theory test uh so it depends on what uh what specification you're doing so we don't teach the gcse like we did it when we're at school um we teach the btec the vocational version um so yeah my year 11s had their exam today actually literally this afternoon um so yeah for them it's slightly different it's uh four four units of work three coursework units one exam unit and the exam cool. unit isn't about music theory it's about the music industry um it's a really really interesting topic to teach i love teaching it and sadly it was the last time i'm ever teaching it because the uh, qualifications come to its natural end um cool. so my units are on the the new specification which doesn't have the exam anymore um but yeah so long story short my year 11s they did their exam today this afternoon um so there's been an element of getting their coursework stuff completed that gets moderated so i had the feedback from the moderation last friday all good all clear and then getting them prepared for the exam today and then doing the exact same with year 10s with coursework moderation so a very very busy season for us um i think we mentioned it before this half term feels just like they jam a lot in into it um so it, it's it's definitely been really really full on um yeah in terms of your kind of question then i guess how how am i looking after myself i've just talked about what i've been doing to help the kids but how do i look after myself it's a tricky one really isn't it because well it we we have different settings but there are some similarities. I'm the only music teacher in my school. So all of that pressure is on me for mm. those exam results, those coursework results, the moderation process. I have to do all the paperwork. And I don't even have a single other teacher to bounce anything off of in the whole school. Um, I've got my my drama specialist, and luckily we teach very similar qualifications. So we can share some ideas, but ultimately the content's different. Um, so that's a real challenge. And I imagine with you you guys you know obviously you have your class i know sats are standardized so i'm sure you've got countless year six teachers you can reach out to and talk to about all of that but ultimately they're your kids and no one will know your kids like you do um so you've got that element of individualized pressure so for me it's 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 stupid it's kind of what i was saying earlier about you know the whole pizza making thing it's about what what am I doing when I'm not at work um, to really look after myself? I need to make sure that I'm coming home and I'm switching off and I'm not doing that so well at the moment, really. I I have different focus settings on my phone for I don't get any work emails come through as notifications when I'm home, when I'm at work, I don't get any personal things coming through. Um, but I've still been like just every now and then tempted to be like, oh, I'll just check because I may have got an email back about this thing that was going on today. I'll just just have a little look if it's there. And that's a bit of a dangerous game, really. So I can definitely feel myself slipping a little bit. Um, mm. I guess I just need to be stricter with myself. Um, certainly no one's putting additional pressure on me. It's it's all me. It's all self-inflicted. Um, so, yeah, in terms of how I'm looking after myself, I need I need to be a bit better and look after myself in terms of being harsher with that divide. But I'm equally quite enjoying doing things that are totally unrelated, whether it's pizza making. I've just bought a new Nintendo Switch. Of course, I have. Um, oh. so, you know, 
looking forward to playing some, you know, games. It's a, it's a big part of how I unwind is gaming. Um, so, yeah, kind of looking for the opportunities to do things like that. Um, got back into running. Um, I've noticed the watch has been going off. I mean, I've, it's given me a nice little nudge and to be like, oh, I really probably should do that as well. The annoying thing about Apple Watches, isn't it? Because I get the same thing anytime you get into a little bit of an exercise kind of routine. And then it's like, Neil did this. And I'm like, bastard. Like, how dare you? <laughs> that's the, uh, yeah, the downside. But I guess that's why it's there. It's just like, give you that nudge, isn't it? Like, if it makes you go out and do like a five, 10 minute walk, wherever it is, just to, you know, you might be on 28 minutes and, you know, you just need to do 30. So, all right, fine. I'll just go and do it then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, um, our friend, friend of the podcast, Gaz, uh, he, he, encouraged both of us although i'll say i was the only one to to see it through post pandemic because yeah. of so on he uh encouraged both of us to sign up to the hackney half marathon and uh it's one of those ideas that seems like a really good idea at the time and then you get closer and you realize you know i actually have to run a half marathon yeah uh, and so yeah so i ran that with him and uh with him <laughs> uh, we started to- <laughs> <laughs> We enjoyed the first 30 seconds. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was great. And then I saw him a couple of hours later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, I, as tough as that was, I liked the fact that this challenge was kind of booked in. It was in my calendar. I knew it was coming. I couldn't get away from it. I couldn't deal with the uh, the social kind of shame from Gaz. <laughs> about. Um, he's annoyingly good at influencing people to do things like that. <clears throat> Yeah, he is. You wouldn't expect him to be, but he's yeah. so nice. Yeah. You know, he's nice about it, um, but he's not really. Um, and yeah, so I I wanted to set myself another ch- challenge. So I signed up to the Cardiff Half for nice. this year in October, and I decided as soon as the Easter holidays uh, come around, I'll start my training. So that's actually been a really good way of looking after myself. Um, yeah. It it like, you know, I can't say I'll ever be one of those people that goes, oh, I can't wait to get out for a run. I'm really looking forward to that. I never will. But the, you know, the clarity it gives you while you're doing it, you can think about things or you can switch off, listen to a podcast, just the serotonin that you get afterwards. It's talked about, you know, over and over. The science is there. It clearly makes you feel good about yourself. So I would definitely recommend take it from someone that's not a fitness freak in the slightest just finding something that keeps you active that can get you out. Uh, it does wonders for looking after you. Um, so that's that I'd say my biggest tips are pizza making and running. Pizza making and running. Although the two don't really go hand in hands, but, uh, but yeah, though that's what's getting me through this time. Anyway, what about you, Neil? Had a funny kind of couple of weeks in that, um, we've had, um, we had a child in year six who's like, legally blind he's not like full-on blind like reads braille but like his eyesight's so bad that he is legally blind so there was like lots of like additional uh things that we had to put in place uh for him and like one of those things were um one of those things was to open the sats a week early to like mm. scan his papers in so that he could then like view them on an ipad so he could like zoom in and stuff like that so i found myself in a really kind of precarious position where um like I knew the content of the sats like a week before all the the sats happened. So the power. <laughs> honestly, I could have brought down the whole government. Like 
that could have could have ruined it for everyone. But I was that would have like ruining my career as well. So I didn't do that. Um, but it was a really interesting kind of experience to be in that position because I work obviously I turn on for whatever reason. I don't know why that like screen time feature on your um on your devices. And it was just kind of funny that last week my screen time was like the lowest it's been for like quite a while because I just didn't want to go online. Like I didn't want to see any of the posts that like year six teachers would put out there being like, oh, you know, what do you think is going to come up on the reading paper? Do you think Shen is going to be there today? Like what do we kind of, what, um, how rude, like how mean is it going to be? What do you think is going to come up? Because I knew all that stuff. And I just didn't want to be even like tempted to try and uh, possibly hint towards something without like meaning to. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed that, you know, the government didn't put me in like a safe house and like, you know, for a week and things like that. I kind of thought, come on, like, you know, put me up in like a five star hotel and like keep me locked up so that I don't kind of spill any of this stuff. And I felt like that was the least that they could have done. But so maybe, maybe you just need to make the threat next time. Maybe be like, <laughs> not the information. I don't want to, I don't want to have to share this. But uh, <laughs> but if I don't get my five, you know, Hilton five star, uh, you know, penthouse, then people have copies of this. And if they don't hear from me by thing, then they're going to release them into the wild. Shen may be making a few more appearances than you'd like them to. So. Uh... So the point of that story was just basically like a way that I've kind of. Stopped, um, you know looked after myself really is just that I've spent less time on Twitter, a bit less time on the phone. Which, yeah, like is has been pretty nice to be honest. The weather's finally starting to get a little bit nice around here. So it's been nice to go around and explore what there is to do around here, getting outside a little bit more. Um, you know, spending a little bit more time with Shan, you know, watching some TV, stuff like that. So yeah, I think what I've kind of been looking out for or how I've been looking after myself. Uh, has just been, you know, spending a little bit less time on um, social media, particularly teacher, Twitter. And uh, yeah, I've actually like really in enjoyed it. And I kind of definitely see the benefits of perhaps, you know, somewhat limiting yourself to when you do uh, go on it and thinking really carefully about when you do do that, because it's, yeah, had some nice, like, some nice moments away from it which i may otherwise you know not have had if i made that choice to just keep on keep on scrolling keep on scrolling definitely <laughs> um yeah no i i think that's really really important and um one one big change that i made not too long ago was um i now don't look at my phone right before i go to sleep nice. so i i now just make sure i've always got a book by the bed nice. uh, and for me, like, you know, you, you read whatever you want to read. For me, if if I'm reading like a, an education book by the bed, I think that might stress me out a little bit about, you know, thinking about work. So I try and keep all my sort of edu book stuff for in work. Um, and then I just make sure I've got just some nice, nice fiction to read before I go to bed. It's I like to I like to think it makes me feel a bit more creative. But most importantly is I'm not thinking about anything to do with my life. It's just nice, simple reading. I say nice, simple reading. I'm reading Stephen King at the moment, and that's oh. <laughs> really enjoying it. But it's not, uh, yeah, it's not nice. Um, but yeah, and and so the point is, I get into bed. The you know, 
the phone's on the on the charger and I won't pick it up. I just pick up the book and I read and when I'm tired, I go to sleep. And I think that's made a big change to me anyway, in terms of looking after myself. Um, you know, they, there's all that science behind the whole blue screen yeah. thing. That's something I'd recommend as well. Um, if if you are struggling with that at all. Um, but I think the key message from us today really is regardless of it, if it's exam season or a busy season, just looking after yourself is really important. And uh, Neil and I certainly go through ups and downs with with doing that. And we've shared today about some of those those things. And um, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing battle as a teacher to to look after oneself, I feel. Yeah, I don't think it ever. I think you maybe find something for that particular moment in time. And then when it comes around next year, you know, the context is slightly different. And so you may have to find, you know, something else. It may not be pizzas. It might be, who knows? Pasta. Pasta, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm opening an Italian. It's, it's... <laughs> Johnny's Italian. <laughs> I of big Italian culture in Wales. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um yeah, nice. Well, thank you very much for asking me the question this week. I, I appreciate that. And uh, hopefully that will be more pressure when you go first, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's nice just having to sit back and answer. Um, yeah. Do some more work, Neil. Okay. Do, do, do more. Um, okay. Talking about doing more work, I will hand you over to your feature now, um, which is uh, Tweet of the Week. So, Neil, talk us through because I'm. I'm we had a brief chat about this before we started recording and we've actually, we've dropped it in a little bit already in the podcast. I don't know what this is about. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm a secondary teacher and it's been bugging me because ultimately my Twitter feed is dominated by primary specialists. I think probably because of this podcast and you, it's just who I end up getting in my for you section. And I don't get the fascination <laughs> behind Shen. Shen. I mean, he's a year six legend. Um, and I think he uses that hashtag pretty much. So when the new SATs came in, so maybe like 2015, 2016, something like that, <clears throat> for a good couple of years, um, Shen was always like a character who would appear like, you know, those like word problems, like Shen buys like 952 watermelons. They're like what he does with 952 watermelons is, you know, no one's business. We don't, we don't, we don't ask. But you know, we ha we have to solve a problem because you know he's putting them in bags, and each bag holds eight. So how many bags we need? Something like that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he was just a little recurring character um, that would always crop up to the first like two or three um, Sats papers that we had. You know, Shen was there giving us a weird, wacky scenario. And then one year he just stopped, just wasn't there. And we were just, we were, you know, we were worried, you know, as a profession, we were worried for him. You know, we were, we were <laughs> exactly. scared, you know, has, what, you know, what is he doing with those watermelons? Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, has he, you know, gone? I mean, there, there were pictures of him. So, um, it was, you know, and, you know, use the he kind of pronouns. So we thought, okay, like, okay, you know, refer to him as, um, you know, he, him. Um, so, yeah, he disappeared for a while. And then um, someone, and I honestly, I, I don't know who is behind um, the account, but the Twitter account then came up about, you know, oh, is it going to be this year? Is it not going to be this year? Will Shen be back? Will he not be back? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, as I say, because... I had opened the papers early. 
Um, honestly, I could have made a mint if Ladbrokes were taking, if if Ladbrokes were on Twitter and looking at teacher Twitter and they were like, do you know what? Maybe we should offer some odds as to whether, um, you know, Shen is going to be there. I, 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 I would have put a lot of money down because, you know, I obviously knew the answer. They didn't need to know that I opened the, uh, the papers early. So, um, yeah, Shen was back. And, you know, that was a secret I had to carry with me for a whole week. And it was, you know, a heavy burden. But, you know, slight little curveball in that this time, um, you know, the pronouns to um, uh, describe Shen were um, she, she, her. So is it the same Shen? No picture this time. Is it a different Shen? Is this the, you know, a Shen in disguise? Is someone impersonating Shen? Is the reason Shen went away for like this three or four year hiatus? You know, because you know he didn't feel comfortable as he him. Jury's out. Yeah, maybe maybe Shen just needed a few years away to um discover herself and and feels now is the right time to to come back and say, hey, look, I I'm still I'm still the same Shen that you you know and love. Still love watermelons. I, I still have watermelons, um, but these are my pronouns and, and I'm okay with that. And I think that's, I think that's, out of all the lessons kids can learn from SATs, I think that's probably one of the biggest ones uh, of acceptance and uh, being true to yourself. And I applaud Shen actually for, <laughs> yeah. It must have been, must have been really difficult for, for her. Exactly. And, you know, may, may, Maybe this will be the making of Shen, and uh, and we'll see her more often. I'd like to think Shen might make an appearance in my GCSE music paper one day. Um, the world's her oyster. Um, so I, I, for one, I was very curious. There, there, there were countless tweets just saying Shen is back. Shen is back, I, and I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't get it. I'm confused. I'm sad. I felt like I felt like I was really missing out on the in joke. Um, so the funny I, thing is, is that if you hadn't done stats, like if you weren't an experienced year six teacher, no, you wouldn't have known what was going on either. So if you taught like year three, year two, any of the other year groups, you'd be like, "What? What's what's going on?" But it will be interesting to see whether you know some loony right wing. Oh. or commentator finds it and there's like oh you know sats have gone woke or some nonsense like that so i'm tempted to call today's episode um <laughs> hashtag sats are woke yeah sats uh, gone woke <laughs> uh that's yeah um do you know what i i don't care what they think um no because shen is shen Shen is Shen. And so, yeah, it should be interesting to see, you know, this time next year, Shen going to be back. What what does that look like? So, you know, the the chatter, I imagine, is already, you know, off, 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 off the rails. So be Absolutely. interested what happens. We may even need to dedicate a whole episode to... Um to the future of Shen uh, as as and if it comes. Um and I for one am on board with it and I'm excited about what the future may bring. And I I wish I wish Shen a lifetime of happiness. And I just hope she doesn't get herself into too many more mathematical situations, really. Um I hope she learns from from the fact you can't you can't bag 90 watermelons <laughs> or however many it is. That's that is ludicrous. Hundreds, hundreds of watermelons. 
yeah, thanks very much to all the the teachers that tweeted about Shannon confused me and clogged my news feeds uh, this week. Um, but I now feel like I'm part of the gang. So uh, now you'll know. So hashtag Shen is back. Yeah, if you're not um, messaging me on either the Wednesday or the Thursday of Sats next week, then I know you don't really care, Johnny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and that's the rest of our friendship. <laughs> yeah, that'll be done. Pod will end then. <laughs> it it's all <laughs> it all it's all just down to Shen now. It's all yeah, done in Shen's hands. Let's push on then. So. Um, we've for the past few few episodes if you haven't listened uh, as i always say you you need to go back uh, there's been an absolute gold mine of teacher nightmare stories lately um for those new to the podcast teacher nightmare stories is your opportunity to send us stories from the classroom or from outside the classroom but something education related that is just unbelievable uh, ridiculous hilarious shocking any incredible stories that you have if you want to send end a story and if you've got a brilliant story something that's happened to you a teacher friend of yours or a teacher when you were at school please please send them in because they are brilliant you can do so by finding me on twitter at johnny brinson j-o-n-n-y-b-r-i-n-s-o-n or you can find neil on twitter at mr underscore armand ed capital E, capital D. So find us. Um, I'd prefer you to send us a DM um, just because one, it makes me feel more famous. Um, um, but two, that, that was a joke. And two, um, it just means that we won't see the other the other person's posts. So we can, we can leave the stories as a nice surprise. Um, I'm going to start off with a real, real um, curveball here, Neil. It's short, it's sweet, and um, it sparks a conversation which I always like to ask of, what would you do? Yeah. So this story is only two sentences long. Best ones are. <laughs> exactly. Apart from the steam drain, that was slightly longer. Um, <laughs> that was really good. It says, Dear Johnny and Neil, my colleague was teaching year three. They turned to the board, looked back at the class, and a child had climbed up into the chimney. That's it child in chimney what do you do politely but you know with vigor ask the child to get out of the chimney and hope that the child listens to you you know <laughs> first time um i have a i have a quick question who's got a chimney in their classroom right but there's, there's like there's, there's the wider issue here is a why is there a chimney and b why is it accessible to like children like why is that not like blocked up cordoned off like you know a few cones the classic chair just in the chimney to be like you know does its job like you can't go in here because there's a chair on there and you don't break that boundary that's that that boundary is sacred Unless the chair was there and that was the perfect little sort of step ladder up into the chimney, in which case they were like, well, the chair's there, obviously, so I can climb into the chimney. Yeah. But like, what floor are we on? How high high did the chimney go up? Is is this a functioning chimney? Is this something? Who was the last person to sweep it? Is that that like a, do you get a chimney monitor? Is that their responsibility? (laughs) Maybe that's why they did it. They were like, oh, it was, it was my turn to sweep them up. So uh, they're like, oh, oh my God, I was meant to do that yesterday. And yeah. they're like, I, w- I wonder if Miss will realize when she turns around if I just give it a quick sweep. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to have to watch the sand timer. Um, 
Yeah. So, so many questions. I, I would, I would say I'd appreciate more context, but do you know what? I, I like the fact that it's up to interpretation. Yeah. I like the, the lack of information, the lack of detail just makes you have a little bit of fun with it. But seriousness, like obviously get the child out of the chimney, probably have a little conversation with parent at the end of the day. If not, call them up then and there just to be like, just so you know, your child climbed up the chimney. So, you know, um, as a leadership team, and obviously, you know, it's a lot of paperwork. That's a risk assessment. Like we have an open chimney and this child can like climb up it. So it will be blocked like by tomorrow. But equally, like teach your child it's not okay to like climb up chimneys because everyone knows you climb down a chimney. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe they were looking for presents. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, it's, does he keep them in here? Is there like a little like brick? He just like pushes in, like the whole thing like twists around. He just like finds a room. Year three, you know, then they kind of believe that kind of stuff. So could well be that so uh so uh, maybe the parents are to blame for uh for teaching them about the joys of christmas and not being uh specific enough maybe um one story to a very different story here um i i i, I just i had to read this a few times um i'll try and i'll try and break it down for you uh the best way i can it says dear johnny and neil lesson observation oh always always a good start i feel if if a story starts with it was a lesson observation i think i think you know you're in for a treat so it says um lesson observation year one kids were settled on the carpet listening brilliantly um apart from jay who was as per wandering around and then q and this is in inverted commas ah she's eating her babies there's blood everywhere the bird yep the russian dwarf hamster had indeed eaten her babies cue mayhem what what do you do what do you do um so you just like lion king it circle of life kids life's tough you think like you think life's hard in here could have happened to you aren't you grateful that as mammals we've evolved that way so you know we don't eat human babies yeah um, use it use it as a biology lesson <laughs> well yeah be like, right right kids yeah get the gloves out it's time to uh <laughs> do they still dissect things no does that <laughs> but you know every moment's a learning moment be like right why do we think he did that and you know what can we learn from this so that next time that doesn't happen but yeah that is like i mean I think the scenario itself is it, it's extreme to say the least. But I love the fact that not only was it extreme, but a year one kid says she's eating her fucking babies. Yeah, it's, um... I, I'd expect from my year year nines. I, I, a year one though. Yeah, I'm afraid it's um can be pretty pretty normal for that kind of language at that young age, which is a shame. Like clearly, like here, you get the kids out of the classroom, uh, hopefully without them seeing any of the actual you know, carnage that's uh, the bloodbath that's in that cage. You remove the cage, you, you get you get that cage out, you clean that. Yeah, it's outside learning until that has been sorted out. You are incredibly nice to the premises team, who are probably the people who have to sort. Like that's a bottle of wine or a beer or whatever it is that they like. Like afterwards, we're like sorting that out. Question is though, do you get another hamster? No. 
<laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Do like the I've never worked in a school. I don't think that have animals, but like the the, like the caterpillars, and then they go into like their um, cocoon, and then like they become butterflies. And you just like let them out afterwards. Like that's a nice way to do easy. it. Easy. That life cycles great. Simple. None of like you said. Turn that into a lesson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. Less. Less devouring of children. Yeah. I think I'd have to say that on this podcast, but uh, I think it's important to, to, to state. Don't eat your children. Um, but I'm now interested as to what was going on. You know, is that a natural thing that a hamster would do if the conditions were such? Or was there an outside force that made that compelled... Uh, the mother hamster to act out in that particular way. So clearly, the lesson is well. Like you do a lot if you are doing that. A lot of research as to which particular animal. Did they know that she was pregnant at the time they got it? Where's 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 Daddy Hamster in in all this? You know, maybe maybe that's maybe like Daddy Hamster like left, packed his things up. <laughs> she was like, I'm not raising these by myself. Bit of rage, just lost it. <laughs> Daddy Hamster went to get some milk and never came back. <laughs> there's definitely some trauma there um oh, well <laughs> exactly maybe yeah ham- a bit of hamster counseling first before yeah. baby onto the scene um and uh yeah some counseling for those those year ones as well i think might be needed yeah there'd be another lesson afterwards to explain why and a letter going home to say your children may Talk about this. Um, and obviously there's like the whole like language issue because you don't want kids hearing if they don't hear that kind of language at home, which you know you'd like to think is more don't than do, but you never you're never sure. Um yeah, you need to need to address that as well. Exactly. It feels like that might have been quite a busy day for uh, for that member of staff. So uh, my thoughts yeah. and prayers are with you. And hopefully, you know, the senior leadership team should be picking up their in a primary school should be picking a lot of that. Um Right, we'll we'll finish off with one more story, one more for you. Um, I promise this doesn't involve um, any chimneys or hamsters, um, but uh, it, j- just enjoy this one. So, dear Johnny and Neil, I accidentally got one word wrong when reading Lady Macbeth's speech with my quite cheeky Year Ten class. So instead of saying "Come to my womanly breasts," I may have accidentally said. Come on, my womanly breasts. <laughs> they have to then promise to never repeat or write this in their essays. <laughs> oh, I feel that teacher's pain. We've all been there where maybe we've slipped up on a on a word or we've done reading aloud and maybe missaid something. Or even I get it sometimes where I have to do tutor time reading and I don't read on in advance. So I don't actually know where the book's going. And it might then, you know, get into a bit of a, a sexual scene or something. And then you're like, oh my God, I have to keep reading this. Um, <laughs> it's uh maybe that's a slight difference between secondary and primary. Um it uh, it can be a challenge. Yeah, you get again smartphones and all that stuff. I, I do feel that kids know far more about that nature of the side of being human than they would have done 10, 15 years ago, maybe. I don't know, but I feel like they do. 
they don't feel they keep that innocence for long. True. Well, it, in terms of not keeping innocence, um, you know, similar veins of this story at the start of this year, I've got a, a year seven tutor group this year. And um, like I said, we, we, we do tutor time reading in the mornings. I'll read to them. They'll have a copy of the book. They'll follow along and, uh, and we, we have an opportunity to discuss the book at the end. Um, I was, I was, I drew the, the short straw basically. Um, I, on the inset day at the start of the term, uh, they said, you know, come up to this room to collect your your reading box uh, for for you know for the start of this term. I stupidly left that till the end of the day to do. Didn't think, of course, all the good choices are going to be gone. Um, so I was left with a brand new book which hadn't been read before. No one had tried it out, um, and it was Stephen Fry's um, Mythos, uh, his book Greek Mythology. Um, it was either that which loves Stephen Fry however reading Greek mythology to year sevens um juicy it it brings its own challenges um but my choice was that or the diary of Anne Frank um so I really feel like I I I drew a short straw there and um as I'm sure you would have done in my situation I went for the Stephen Fry book and yeah I I learned a lot um, I knew certain elements of Greek mythology, um, but I think the bit that really got me was where I had to read about um, one of the Titans um, ripping um, another one's penis off and throwing it so far that his seed scattered across all of the seeds. Um, and that's how many of his children were born. So I had to read this to brand new year sevens about how the seamen sprinkled down over all of the oceans. Um, and uh, I I really, really wanted to read the, the diary of Anne Frank at that point. So uh, <laughs> so I, I feel this person's pain uh, with their, their Macbeth slip up there. Have you yeah. ever had any... Um, have you ever had any slip ups or awkward moments when, when doing any reading? Not to that... Obviously, like make mistakes and stuff, but not sort of blue kind of faux pas like that. So fortunate that that is not the case. Well, you're very lucky. Maybe, maybe your day will come soon. And, yeah, uh, maybe. Always got to be careful in science. Just not when you're reading. When you you know you're talking about organisms, yes, and you don't. I have heard that is a common a common issue, and yeah. uh, science teachers everywhere probably got to shiver up their spine. <laughs> that <laughs> um but yes it's uh organisms uh, it's the same with me and music actually and pianist oh yes uh, <laughs> yeah you're playing your penis i i just say piano player um but yes um pianist, pianist. or the piano player billy joel's the piano man or piano person or keyboard player let's just go let's just you know let's not even get close to the subject um, so yeah, so uh, I'm sorry to hear about your Lady Macbeth issue, and um, I hope uh, Year Ten were kind to you. So yeah, I think I think that's been a nice little dive back into our our podcast this week, Neil. Um, but it has enjoyed it. Me too. And like I said at the beginning, you know, it's it's a busy time for not just the two of us, but for teachers everywhere. So I apologise. Maybe we're not going to do one every single week. Um, but it could be fortnightly. It could just be ad hoc. Um, just, just when Neil and I can. Um, but trust me, when when I say that we we love doing this and we and we enjoy the chats, if not just for ourselves, but hopefully we bring entertainment for others. Um, but yeah, get in touch if you've got teacher nightmare stories. If you've got 
anything that you want to kind of contribute to the podcast you might have thought-provoking questions you might have questions for neil and i um i don't know why you would but who knows uh you might do so please do get in touch and um if you could while you're at it it takes no time at all just just give us a quick five-star review on whatever your listening platform is. It's a very easy thing that you can do, but it makes a big difference to us. Um, so just a quick little five-star review. You don't even have to write anything. Just click the five stars in it and it'll save it. So that would make a huge, huge difference. And we'd really appreciate it. But um, other than that, I think Neil and I are going to leave it there for this week. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope uh, sats and whatever busy exam thing you've got going on go well. And I wish you all the luck. Any anytime you need to switch off, unwind, um, and you don't have a pizza oven, just tune into our podcast, and uh, and we'll we'll be here for you. We will. All Absolutely. right, mate. Until next time. Until next time. Take care. Take care, mate. Mm.